Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again and welcome to the Three Innings Save podcast. We are part of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Eric Steven. With me today is Jacob Birch, and we have a Dodgers Rewind for you. Uh, Jacob, how you doing? I'm looking forward to this because it's we lead off. We The lead is that immaculate grid. So we were texting um, before, um, like a couple days before, or I guess the day before recording the uh, episode earlier this week, um, and we both texted ima- pictures of immaculate grid guesses at each other. Um, I think specifically, I don't. Did you were you texting me Dodgers White Sox or Dodgers Cubs? I don't remember. Uh, it was I think Dodgers you were White Do- Sox because it was Jeff Shaw who came oh, the, up oh, that's right. came up in the Dodgers Rewind. I thought you would have been proud of that, and you said well, you said you would never would have thought of that, despite. <laughs> but 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 to be fair, I didn't cover Jeff Shaw's White Sox days. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I and I completely <laughs> spaced out that he pitched for them. Um, but no, they're they're. There's a lot of ways that I'm an idiot in this, mm-hmm. um, but but uh, so I I texted you a picture of my Dodgers Cubs guess, which was Mike Harkey, um, who got a point zero zero seven percent, which I was very proud of. Um, I think that's the most rare player I've ever picked. Uh, but anyway, Macula Grid's great. Um, so I looked it, the it was bought by Sports Reference uh, within the last week or so. And they've sort of integrated it. They've added like other sports now. You could you could do it, and also they've integrated with the site. So, there when once the once you're done with it, you can see all the potential answers. Like they they give a list, and so for the Dodgers Cubs specifically, there were 294 players who fit that criteria. Um. So, it, like it's just it's just a cool it's a fun game, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're trying to get really obscure answers or you're just remembering some guys, it's really fun. Like you know, just Cody Bellinger was the most common guest for Dodgers Cubs. Now a lot of the cases, the like it's not always like current uh, or modern players, but like star level players are popular. And, yeah, and like, so I, I that, went with Greg sense. Maddox. Uh, sure. So which was four percent, which I was fine with. Yeah, that, that's perfect. So like, so I chose Mike Harkey again. Um, before we get into Harkey and, and uh, away, I'm an idiot. Um, I do have a trivia question for you. Um, so Mike Harkey, in um, 1997, he was one and zero with the Dodgers. He was one of 15 pitchers on the team that year to earn a victory. But before aside for a second, the Dodgers that year used 16 pitchers for the entire season. <laughs> what what a time! Um, but anyway, uh, who led the Dodgers in 1997 and well, wins? I'm glad you didn't ask it, but a fun quote trivia question would be, who is the one who didn't get a win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I'll, uh, I've got, I'll, I'll write some names down while that, I listen. 
Yeah, that is going to be actually that is going to be a fun one because I actually I already almost, wrote names down, so I, I, I get to give my full attention to the rewind. I almost asked it, but then I was like, "That's too mean." Like, <laughs> it would it would it would have been like I would be mad asking myself that. <laughs> anyway, um, so the reason I'm an idiot is because I the, I was like I, I was trying to come up with a Dodgers rewind for this week because last week we did. Robin Ventura, um, who uh, was acquired at the trade deadline 20 years ago in 2003. And I was trying to think of, like, was there another, like, you know, not necessarily anniversary, but just memorable trade deadline person? And I was like, oh, Mike Harkey, who the Dodgers clearly traded for. And that turns <laughs> out that is not how he became a Dodger at all. But he was he still fits our sort of case. He's a, he's a fun guy to remember. Um, he did f- first pitch for the Dodgers in late June 1997, so maybe my brain was going, uh oh, trade deadline. <laughs> but no, uh, he, he's, he, that was his second year in the organization. Um, so he first signed a minor league deal with them in 1996. Um, he was uh, a trade deadline acquisition of the Angels in 1995, the Angels. Uh, they are sort of. He wasn't even a trade deadline. He was claimed off waivers in July, so a trade of sorts. Um, but so maybe these are all things that trick. I'm just trying to come up with excuses that trick my brain into thinking Mike Harkey trade deadline guy, when in fact he's actually never been traded. Um, but so he was there in the rotation till in late August until late August. And then he was a swing man, like in September, a 4.55 ERA that year with the angels in 61 innings. But at the time that's a one Oh three ERA plus. So basically league average, maybe a little above, so he signed a minor league contract with the Dodgers in February 96 before spring training. He told Bob Nightingale of the LA Times, quote, I'm still surprised the Angels didn't want me back. Really, I can't believe it. They just had no interest in me. The way things were going, I was beginning to wonder if this was it. It certainly went through my mind. So Harkey's deal would earn him $250,000 if he made the majors. I looked up the major league minimum in 96 was 109,000 and man, baseball's come a long way. Um, so Harkey is from Southern California. He was, um, he worked out occasionally in the off season with Mike Sosha, who at this point was a catching instructor for the Dodgers still in the organization before they let him get away. And, um, uh, Sosha recommended uh, the Dodgers sign Harkey. It wasn't like, Oh, Hey, sign this guy. And they did. It was just, you know, he was one of the voices that sort of helped. Um, Dave Wallace, who was the Dodgers pitching coach at the time, said uh, to the LA Times, quote, I've heard all the stories about Mike Harkey. He's got a good arm, and I'm looking forward to working with him and seeing what he's all about. But so kind of a weird way to put it, right? I've heard the stories. <laughs> well, I, to be fair, I delivered that in a way that sounded sinister, and it probably wasn't that at all. <laughs> I know about this guy. You know, it was, I don't think it was that at all. Um, <laughs> so he's 29 in 96, but he didn't make the majors. He stayed in Albuquerque all year, 538 ERA in 118 and two-thirds innings. He was a swing man. He started 36, or 13 games, had 36 relief appearances. He re-upped for another minor league deal with the Dodgers in 97, trying for another shot at the majors. Now, he he told the Associated Press, or I guess the Associated Press reported, that he didn't get offers from any other teams. Uh, quote uh, from Harkey, it's going to be very tough, but I can't think about that. If I pitch well... Hopefully I can play with some team, and hopefully it'll be with the Dodgers. But we'll get into his uh, 1997 season a little bit uh, after the break. So 
So Mike Carkey was born in San Diego. Uh, he played high school baseball in Pomona. Then he, uh, then he played in college at Cal State Fullerton. He was an All-American in 1987. Uh, the Cubs drafted him with the fourth overall pick in the 87 draft. But Harkey nearly went number one overall to the lowly Seattle Mariners. Now, spoiler alert, um, because uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony just uh, happened recently over the weekend. And among the, uh, you know, when they bring all the living Hall of Famers out, among them was Ken Griffey Jr. He was the person who the, who the Mariners took number one overall, and rightfully so. But apparently it was a close call. Um, Ross Newhan in the LA Times in 1997 uh, during the All-Star Game had a great article on Griffey um, where he interviewed like a bunch of people in the organization and Griffey. And uh, one of the people he interviewed was a scout named Bob Harrison, who was then with the Angels, but he was previously with the Mariners when they were uh, drafting number one. And apparently team owner George Aragros, I forgot, I always forget how to pronounce his name, but he had a preference for college players. This is what Harrison told Newhand. Both Harkey and Griffey got a 70 out of 80 in our system. Uh, we all knew George loved to take college players, so I added two points on the report to Griffey, one for power and one for hitting with power. Um, <laughs> George and I have laughed about it a lot since. I just find that hilarious. He's like, no, nah, we're taking this guy. We're not messing this up. Um, but uh, and then, like, if you remember, too, like last weekend um, – or last week, excuse me, we, we in our Robin Ventura thing, the Dodgers picked fifth in the 88 draft, and uh, Robin Ventura ended up going 10th, and they were rumored to be interested in Ventura, and the Dodgers said, no, we're taking the best available player. We're going to go with Bill Benet, a pitcher who had <laughs> so no control. 90. Yeah, exactly. That's right, 90. Ooh. Like, anyway, um, Harkey pitched briefly in the majors in September 1988. He debuted before Griffey, so... Technically, Seattle should have taken him. They were right. No, he did pretty well. Five starts, 260 ERA. Uh, USA Today um, named him the minor league player of the year in 88. He did have a knee injury, though, that limited him to just 12 starts in AAA in 1989. He didn't reach the majors that year, mostly because of that injury. By 1990, or excuse me, by 1990, he was a regular in the Cubs rotation. He had a 326 ERA and 27 starts. He was fifth in NL Rookie of the Year voting. Um, Sporting News named him the NL Rookie Pitcher of the Year. I believe, uh, yeah, 1990. Uh, is that a Pat Listash year? Oh, God. No, he's in, he was, they were American League back then. I don't even remember who won the National League Rookie of the Year in 1990. I know 89 was Jerome Walton. Anyway, uh, Harkey needed shoulder surgery in 91. So he's limited to 12 starts in the next two seasons combined. And he sort of bounced around after that. He had one more year with the Cubs. That was 93. Then he signed one-year deals with the Rockies and the A's, and then the A's ended up putting him on waivers, and that's how the Angels got him. Now, he wasn't a big strikeout guy anyway. Harkey wasn't. But after his shoulder surgery, he only struck out four batters per nine innings the rest of his career. That was a little over half the league rate. So, like, obviously strikeouts weren't as huge then as they are now. But, like, he was still well below average in terms mm -hmm. of striking guys. But before the injury, he was at five per nine. So, he, again, still below average, but, like, it was, it was a pretty significant drop-off. Um, so back with the Dodgers on another minor league deal in 97, Harkey was sort of just trying to hang on. Uh, he told the Orange County Register in spring training, I'm just looking to have a good year, throw as much as I can, and hopefully uh, something will break with expansion next year. And I'm thankful I have a job. So he was referring to uh, the upcoming um, 1998 expansion year where 
um, Arizona and Tampa Bay would get teams. So he's like, hey, new, new, new time for jobs. So it's hopefully, hopefully I can stick around. So again, Harkey began the year in Albuquerque, but he got the call in June, late June, when Ramon Martinez went on the injured list. So Harkey's first game with the Dodgers was June 24th, 97, against the Rockies at Dodgers Stadium. He got 10 outs in scoreless relief to go from the 4th through the 7th. The Dodgers lost that game. He said, uh, I'm happy to be anywhere in the big leagues, uh, Harkey told the LA Times. He added, I was always a Dodger fan, uh, even though I grew up closer to Anaheim. It's a much bigger thrill to be with the Dodgers. I'm the, I'll be the long guy, the short guy, or whatever. It doesn't matter to me. So it seems like every quote I could find from Harkey around this time was like, man, I just want to pitch in the big leagues. You know, that's like he, he was very single-minded about that. But So he pitched four times in 10 days before getting sent back down, but he was back up for September. Um, his first game in the final month was September 8th against the Marlins at home. He pitched two and a third scoreless innings. Now, I, I'm pointing this out because I thought this was – it was unduly harsh. This was in um, the Palm Beach Post from Dan Graziano. Um, this, I'm just going to read you this section. Um, the Dodgers brought in Mike Harkey to pitch Monday, and since Harkey was one of Los Angeles' September call-ups, and then in the parenthetical is what got me, parenthetical, or parentheses, uh, and because he's Mike Harkey, <laughs> he, he wasn't on the sheet. Um, so Jim Leland had equipment manager Mike Wallace call the press box to ask for his players' career numbers against Harkey in case he wanted to use a pinch hitter. Ron Colangelo, the Marlins' director of baseball information and publicity, called the Elias Sports Bureau and got the career numbers of six Marlins bench players against Harkey and called down to the dugout with the information. Cliff Floyd, Cliff Floyd had two career hits against Mike Harkey, so he pinch hit for Kevin Brown. Now I just want to point out that um, – this like again, Harkey recorded seven outs. He didn't face Floyd until that he was the seventh out. He got him to ground out. Um, but he had the oh, and because he's Mike Harkey, he wasn't on the sheet. Like this so <laughs> it seems so rude. But anyway, that's another account. Um, so uh, we talked about like how they called it to the press box. But uh, this is from um, Colangelo, who jumped on the phone to Elias Sports Stats. Colangelo was, was yelling into the phone, no, I don't have time for a fax. Just give me the numbers, <laughs> which is great. So, But the, the funny part, so I looked this up, Floyd was actually two for two uh, with a walk, uh, a, a walk and a double against Harkey, and they were all in one game in 90, 1994 at Coors. Um, this time, though, he grounded out to second base. Um, Harkey, um, uh, about a week later, he pitched the 14th and 15th innings in St. Louis, and got the win, which brings us back to our trivia question. Um, Mike Harkey, he had one win in 1997. He did not lead the Dodgers in wins that year, but who did? So I was going to say Ramon Martinez, but you mentioned that he landed on the the injured list. So I'm going to hold off on that, guess, for now. And I'm going to say yep. Chan Ho Park. Um, I, will, I will say you're half right. Chan Ho Park had 14 wins, and he tied someone else. And, I, and I'll also give you credit because Ramon Martinez uh, did have 10 wins. He, okay. he was tied for third. I mean, well, you know, yeah. second, really. Yeah. Uh, Hideo Nomo? Hideo Nomo also had 14 wins. You're on fire. You're well, we I ta- I mentioned this. I believe this is the team that the Ken, speaking of Ken Griffey, junior uh, 64 for the N64 baseball game. I believe their rosters were all based on the 97 roster. So I have a strange knowledge of 97 Dodgers. Not 96, not 98. <laughs> Obviously, there's some overlap, but 
I I think there was a, one of those video. I I had a there was a PC video game I was playing. I think, and I, I it was that same era, and I believe. I stole maybe 300 bases with Chad Fonville. And <laughs> so what I was going to say is yeah. if I ever seem a little aggressive in guessing uh, uh, Roger Cedeno, uh yes. for, for guesses, it's because uh, he's he's on that game. as a doctor. So some notable people on here. Um, Dennis Reyes made his debut that year. Um, famously, you know, like a chubby Mexican who was like 20 uh, left-hander. They were c- comparing him to Fernando coming up. His start broke a streak. I don't remember the exact number. I want to say it was, I think it was 684 consecutive games that the Dodgers had started by a right-handed pitcher, um, which was the major league record, still is. Um, but I bring him up. He had, so he had two wins in 97. Um, and he he is relevant because one of our recent Dodgers rewinds was Jeff Shaw, and he was the he went with Paul Canerco in the deal for Jeff Shaw in 1998. Um, so the, um, the person with zero wins, the, the, the 16th pitcher, if you will, Mike Judd, uh, who pitched one game, two and two thirds innings in relief scoreless, uh, allowed four hits, but also struck out four. Uh, yeah, that you did good. Um, so the Dodgers that year had only seven, or I guess eight guys start games. Rick Orecki also started one, but they really had like six guys start games. Reyes only had five starts. So, but all those, so it was Nomo and Park with 14, Ismael Valdez, Tom Candiotti, who was 40, and Ramon Martinez all had 10 wins. And then Pedro Estacio had seven wins. So, yeah, that that's a sort of classic, classic time, uh, that sort of era of, <laughs> I guess, so remembering. Just, I'm trying try to remember, just to clarify, Jeff Shaw was a, it was on a regular episode, but it was as part of a so- pseudo rewind. Uh, oh, that's before. right. So yeah. I was like, I'm like a feel. I know. I I've, wanted to do a rewind, but we never it, got to do a rewind. You're right. It was on. A, we did it on a regular three. Still inning recently inning. enough that you yeah. should be ashamed that you didn't think uh, of him uh, but, for your but White Sox again, guess. But maybe because we didn't do a rewind is why I didn't delve uh, into uh-huh, his White Sox. Uh-huh. <laughs> you remember rewinds very accurately, so that's that's fair. Yeah, I'll, 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 I, I, if you listen to our episode earlier this week, I do not because I some of Craig's trivia questions were, were tough. Anyway, back to Mike Harkey. Um, he did not pitch again after 1997, but he found his way into coaching pretty soon after. He was a pitching coach in the Padres minors from 2000 to 2005. Then he's pretty much uh, outside of one year. He's been in the majors ever since. Um, bullpen coach with the Marlins in 06. Went to the AAA Iowa Cubs in 07. Then he was the Yankees bullpen coach for six years. He won a World Series with them in 2009. He went to the Diamondbacks in 2014 to be their pitching coach. He was there for two years <laughs> under three managers. Um, they started the 2014 year with Kurt Gibson. Kurt Gibson, they fired him, and Alan Trammell finished the year. And then Chip Hale managed the, the year after that. So that, that's a that's a rough turnover time. But then he went back to the Yankees and he, to be bullpen coach, and he's still there today. So he's been with the Yankees a lot. Um, so Harkey is one of 123 players uh, in the majors to play for both the Dodgers and the Angels. I found this by using the uh, players who played for multiple teams tool on Baseball Reference. Uh, as a peek behind the curtain, I've been using this for years to sort of double-check or decide the, the gauntlet that I use in every week in review post on True Blue LA. My usual method is whoever the Dodgers are playing the upcoming week, um, 
I just sort of, I just try to think of a guy who played for those. And it, it has to, it doesn't have to be obscure, but if, the more obscure, the better. Like if it's a famous guy, it's like, all right. <laughs> it, it's almost like and it's in, it's immaculate grid in a way. Right. So, but, um, my, but my usual method is trying to rem- remember someone. And then I look it up to sort of double check, but the tool on baseball reference is under the frivolity section, which is, there's a link to that subsection on the bottom of most pages. What I've noticed because of Immaculate Grid, the players who played for multiple teams tool is featured much more prominently now. It used to be on the frivolities page, like two thirds of the way down that page. And if you go, if you look on the bottom of any player page, it's, it'll have like frivolities. And then it'll list maybe like four, three or four subheadings underneath and like dot, dot, dot. And you could click for more. Play, the players who played for multiple teams was never in that little subsection. Now it's like right there because like, they know. Uh, because of Immaculate Grid, it's fun. Who knew? But, yeah, if, if it wasn't for Immaculate Grid, we wouldn't be talking about Mike Harkey. But because it exists, we did, and I hope you enjoyed it. That, that's our look at Mike Harkey. What do you think? I I love I, – especially, like, I love all the rewinds, but I'm particularly fond of the just-before-my-time players just because like i hear names that i do know and you know maybe uh, tangentially but get to really fill in the gaps yeah the same well i i enjoy it because i i can look back at someone who i thought for sure the dodgers traded for who very much didn't and then i learned exactly how they became dodgers and etc and and i had forgotten that he was a coach and he's he's been coaching for quite a bit so that's that's our fun look at mike harkey um that's it for us uh thank you to everyone who listened thank you to brian salvatore for his work on the ones and twos and we'll be back with our regular episode um a little later uh, within a few days uh, around trade deadline time exciting so, thanks for listening everybody